The Way Family Podcast is open, honest, and real. It's like you're sitting in on a conversation with two people who you've been friends with for so long. It makes you feel like you're a part of their everyday lives, and it gives you aspects and views on things that you wouldn't normally think about on your own. It's very comforting to have these to look forward to every Monday. Something that captures my attention and something that's relevant in our world today in our society. It's not boring, it's real life, and you guys are real people. It's stimulating, it's interesting and for a stay-at-home mom, it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. I get so much practical wisdom from you guys that is applicable to my everyday life while also getting a good laugh and also um, just feeling encouraged to go out and adventure and pursue those things that I'm passionate about. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they all kind of talk about whatever's trending on the internet and it just kind of feels like auditory clickbait and you guys don't do that. Making my Mondays better since episode one and that's because you guys are extremely funny open-minded and really down to earth which i appreciate the podcast um it's always fun thinking alongside you guys and i always ponder and think about how cool it is that you can feel so close to someone and yet you've never met them before it's really cool <laughs> hello and welcome to the way family podcast my name is zach and hannah is back with us this week hey this podcast is for us five years ago, or, I mean... It's stuff we wish we We could wish have that known. we could have heard or known or whatever, but... Five years ago. I don't know if we would have benefited so much from this current episode five years ago. I don't, I don't know, but we wanted to keep you, the listeners, updated on our lives because we care about you guys and it is really cool to... I don't know, be doing this and have you guys be a part of it and, I don't know, learn things and grow together. So, yeah. <laughs> Tonight, today we're going to be, we're just going to be talking about some ch recent changes in our life. Yep. And, um, yeah. But before we do that, um, we've got a voicemail and Hannah, I will ask you about your week after the voicemail. Okay, I'll start thinking now. Okay, good. <laughs> Hey, Hannah and Zach. Um, I am calling... Oh, this is Kara. Oh, my goodness. I'm already doing so badly at this voicemail thing. I knew when I would call, it wouldn't be eloquent or um, impressive. So here we go. <laughs> um, my name is Kara. I'm from Georgia, and I just felt really propelled to leave a voicemail after your social media um, podcast because... I also really wrestle with um, just the goods and the bads of it because I tend to be really cynical about it and think how um, deceptive social media can be, but then I forget about the good things that social media offers, like meeting new people, and um, I, think, I think it's actually something that I'll probably always wrestle with, and I think it's something that, you know, with any new technology you're going to wrestle with it, whether it be, um, you know, finding that balance and, oh, gosh, I'm like taking this class right now for grad school about how, um, like kind of like Newton's third law with technology, each new technology progresses us forward, um, but also has like an equal and opposite consequence. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's so what we were talking about. You're definitely not alone in the wrestling with social media thing and uh, I think it's just like any good thing in moderation and you can make any good thing just about any good thing that 
God has given us into a bad thing if you idolize it or um, just spend too much time with it. So those are my thoughts as I have um, sent a little blurb your way, um, hoping that everything with Fern goes well. And um, I'm loving listening to the podcast, but totally understand if that means you guys taking a break. But, um, oh, I also wanted to say um, – with the Google Hangout thing, because I know that sounds, like, terrifying, but I'm thinking back to, like, when I was on Tumblr all the time when I was younger, um, I guess, like, four or five years ago, and there's, like, this little Christian bubble of Tumblr that I remember that we used to do um, little Skype hangouts, and it was really scary the first time because I didn't know any of these people. They're from all over the country. Um, but it was actually really more helpful having a group of people rather than saying, oh, I'm going to FaceTime this one person and talk about See, I told you. theology <laughs> or the Bible or something. Um, so it was actually more helpful to have more people to bounce off of because I didn't feel like I had to talk all the time. So if you're scared of doing a Google Hangout type thing, those those type of things are scary, but you should do it anyways. That's probably what she was going to say. Okay, yeah. I do like the point that she made that with every new advancement in technology, it has its pros and its cons and its ability to draw us closer together or separate us. Yeah. It reminds me of like a TED Talk that I heard. Oh, actually, Brian mentioned it today. Mm. How tech, we would rather talk, we would rather text than talk. And the very thing that has kept us tethered together has actually drawn, has separated us, separated us even farther because we feel like we're having interpersonal communication and interpersonal relationships with someone, but we're leaving things out because it's over the internet. And so yeah. it like has a huge, it could be a huge benefit or it could, you know, be a hindrance and a negative thing. And just like she said, everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for the voicemail, Kara. That yeah, was, thank you. That was nice. It that sounds really to nice. me like you are also a um, audible processor. So, or a verbal processor. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Both. Yep. You could start a podcast, Kara. Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Hannah. Well, how was your week? Oh, well, my week was good. I had a baby last week. Oh, oh. So that was good. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, it was just the first week of having a new baby. So uh, you were home this week, which I was so glad for. And we're just trying to get used to having two kids and, you know, Forrest having to, to share our attention, I guess. And... So it's been a really good week and lots of really wonderful, sweet things. And it's also been really hard because it's a brand new human and just a lot of changes, obviously, for our family and, you know, not that much sleep, <laughs> lots of mm, emotions. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. Fern is very sweet and she's so cute and I don't know, it's so fun to have a baby. But it's, yeah, but yeah, like I said, it's also been really hard, you know, 
we're learning and figuring out how normal life is going to be for us, I guess. And yeah, my mom came down for a couple days to meet Fern. My sister came uh, also. And then our friends, our best friends came up for the day yesterday to meet her. And they have a, a kid that's a little bit younger than Forrest. And so they were playing together all day and, you know, trying to hide toys from each other. So that was really fun to get to see them. We've, they've met, they met both of our kids, like within a week of them being born. And we, same with their kid. We like have all gotten to meet each other's kids like right away. So that's really special. So that was really fun. Yeah. How was your week, Ken? My week was good. Um, it was nice to take a break from work and even though it seems like I have not gotten very much sleep and I know <laughs> Hannah has probably gotten more sleep than me. Less sleep. Yes, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> I was so fast to correct you on that. I, you were <laughs> just less. <laughs> less. <laughs> but I'm not used to this. Like I uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not used to it. And we're older this... Sorry, yawning. We're older this time around, too. Like, I know it's not that... We're not, like, 10 years older than our first kid. Um, I mean, than when we had our first kid. But, like, we're three years older. And I feel like it's... I mean, it was really hard the first time around. Because... Forrest has worn us down. lack of sleep. Yeah. But Forrest... These last three years, Forrest, man. But the thing is, they're... The the hardest part about it is not really anything with the newborn. It's mainly like the combination of the two and like like forest adjusting and I don't know. That's harder than like the the newborn thing because we've done the newborn thing before. You know, we know what to expect. We know we're not going to get a ton of sleep at night and blah blah blah. Whatever. I hijacked your thing. Even sorry. Go on. We haven't gotten very much sleep. Sorry and. <laughs> But it has been nice to just be at home and rest. And I've been remembering the importance of Sabbath rest. Yes. And it's like, especially this weekend, like we just hung out and that was pretty much it. And today, what do we do today? Well, I also quit my job at the church. Which I think that I had alluded to in the last episode with Chris. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, it's been an emotional week, but it has been very good. I, so here's the thing, I had to kind of choose what my priority is going to be over the next couple years, and I realized that I am always busy, I'm always working. And I would like to do, I'd like to do things great. Like I want to be a great dad. I want to be a great husband. And I want to be a great employee. And I want to be a great youth pastor. And there's just not enough, there's not enough gas in the tank to make it all the way around the block. And do all of those things great. And, um... So I realized that my family needed to be my first ministry, and especially with a second kid, I can't keep playing the juggling game because part-time ministry is never really part-time. 
and um, I've been working 70 to 80 hours a week for the past three years now, and now with a second kid and unknowns and un- just like it's unpredictable, I wanted to be able to have some flexibility and I have no, I had no flexibility and I knew that like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be in survival mode and I also didn't want to not do a good job either at being husband or a father or um, my other job or the job at the church. And so I put in my two weeks at the church and then Forrest was born a week early. Fern. Fern. <laughs> yes. I'm already mi- I'm already mixing them up. And then yeah, so she was she was born on on Friday morning. One no, AM. Yeah, one fourteen AM and so I was supposed to teach on Sunday, but um I got the junior high pastor to cover for me and the leadership took my recommendation to hire him as full-time junior high and high school pastor, which I was really stoked about because I think it'll be really good for him and his wife, but it'll also be really good for the students. And yeah, so I don't know. I got, I felt really sad about leaving the students and like, there was a couple of tears that were shed and, um, I just like, no matter how much I explain it, I don't think that they're going to understand some of the parents understand and they're totally supportive, which is like so awesome. And a lot of the leadership totally understand and um, that's been encouraging too. But it's just kind of a bummer because that's like what I went to school for. That's what I wanted to do. Um, and you love them. And yeah, and I just spent the last three years with them and I really love the students and I'm really invested in their lives. Not that I can't be anymore but it's just different yeah it's just like preparing two worship sets two small groups and two sermons a week and then events and and the counseling class that I'm taking and work it's just was it was too much and I didn't want I didn't want to drop a ball so um Hopefully I'm done with the juggling game for a little bit and I'll be able to focus. Um, And it has been really nice this week. I took the week off from work and I was just able to stay at home with Forrest, spend a lot of time with him so he still feels like he's important and help him transition into not being an only child and then also help Hannah out because she is got a baby and is not getting very much sleep because Fern eats every hour and a half or yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get back to our story of how Fern... How Fern came into this world. So, so nine months ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, we... Hannah texted me. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon. No, I texted you in the morning. In the morning? Yeah, I texted you right when I woke up. When I like got out of bed. It was not. Okay, before. so it, I. Well, anyways, I was in. I was in my bed sleeping, and then Forrest was like, "Yoo hoo!" Like that's how he says. That's that means he wants to wake up. So, 
I, we did not teach him that. He just started saying yoo-hoo when he wants to wake up. So I stood up to get Forrest. And as I was walking around, I was like, um, and it felt like I had peed my pants. <laughs> like not a full on pee, not like running down the legs, but like it was like something had happened. And so I was like a little bit concerned about that. Like maybe my water broke. And I'm pretty sure I texted you right right then. Maybe I forgot until later. But um, I texted Zach and then I called the midwives just to be like, hey, maybe my water broke, but maybe not. I don't know. And they're like, well, okay, well, we can check for you. Just come in sometime today and we'll figure it out. You know, I was like, okay, so it's like not a big deal. Who? It's probably not it. Whatever. I was like not even planning on going in and I was with Forrest. But then I was like, if this is it, then I need to get stuff ready because blah, blah, blah. So I did laundry and I was like organizing stuff and packing Forrest's bag and packing my bag. And then Forrest took a nap and I was like, nothing is happening. I'm not having contractions or anything. I was probably pee. This is super embarrassing. Whatever. And then the midwives called me two more times and they're like, um, are you coming in? We're just a little worried. We just need to check. And then, um, so when Zach got home, well, that, by that time, Zach was like, well, I'm going to be home in just a little bit. So just wait for me and then I can come with you. So Zach got home. So it was about five o'clock and I got home and I changed and I packed my bag and Hannah was all, all packed and ready to go. And we were like pretty sure that we would not be staying. Yeah, we were so sure. Like I dropped Forrest off and I was like, well, I was a little emotional, but I was a we were, little. Oh, OK. I was really emotional. But we for sure we were like so sure that we're like, oh, it's just it's not going to this is not it. Like we're not going to have to stay there, you know. But they told me on the phone, they're like, if it is your water, if your water broke, you, we can't let you leave after you come here and get checked. You know, like you have to stay until you pop out a baby. So I was like, okay, well, gosh, well, this could be it, but probably not. Yeah. And so we got in the car, loaded the car up, Hannah dropped off Forrest and we're like pulling out of, of the driveway and Hannah is just (laughs) silently crying (laughs) in her seat because i was supposed to go to target that day with forrest i had to pick up a prescription and i told him i was like buddy when you wake up from your nap we're gonna go to target and we're gonna have a cake pop date and we did not get to have our cake pop date and i was like there that was probably my last chance to ever have a date with that kid ever again i was like (laughs) so you're blowing everything out of proportion and i was like just so many feelings and i was thinking like honey we're gonna be back in like an hour and a half Uh, yeah and we get there and they do some tests and they're like yep it was your water and what time do you think that it broke and i was like well probably around seven or eight and um they're like all right well 12 hours after like 18 hours after 18 hours is when we have to induce you and we obviously like wanted to do a natural birth and we had our whole birth plan and everything like that and it was just not going according to plan because hannah wasn't having contractions and we're like oh shoot but i tried to remain calm and calm hannah down and say like this is okay we can sorry whatever is going to happen is going to happen yeah but the thing that i was so frustrated about was like it was just so so different than like how i'd pictured it because with forest it was like super everything was so predictable like i 
my contractions started. They were like 15 minutes apart. And then it slowly moved down to being like two minutes apart after like, you know, 12, 10 hours, whatever. And then we went to the hospital and we got to the hospital and then I was ready to go and I pushed and then he was out and it was just everything happened and it was like we were at home for the majority of the labor and then this time I was like my labor hadn't even really started and we were already stuck at the hospital and I was like hooked up to monitors and stuff. Well and to be fair it's a birthing center. Well okay. it is. And they're very naturally minded but it's a wing of the hospital. They are really naturally minded and they're like really encouraging and they want like everyone to have like the birth that they want but the like the nurse was very strange and i they she had to hook me up to these things since my water had been broken for so long she had to hook me up to the one that that monitors the contractions and the one that monitors the baby's heartbeat and then i had like this iv thing in for literally no reason i mean no reason but you know whatever moving on um and so well, there's were- like all these things that i'm hooked up to and i'm like okay i haven't even Nothing has even happened. Like, I have a huge, long labor ahead of me, and I'm stuck in this room. This weird nurse and weird monitor things all over me. I was very discouraged. I had, like, I had a little Well, there was there was just two, two monitors, and you had to get the hep lock just in case they had to give you antibiotics after 18 hours because... If your water breaks after 18 hours, you... Infection can happen. You can get an infection. So that's why they had to set that I up. I know, but, but they didn't just have to like, do that for like 12, like <laughs> six more hours at least. I was so frustrated. But anyways, but then we're like, okay, well, nothing's happening. I'm hooked up to this machine. So we ordered some food because <laughs> we hadn't eaten yet. Oh, and it was so frustrating because Uber Eats does not deliver in yeah. San Luis Obispo. And Sad. then they're like, oh, we have this awesome, like, here's all of this food that delivers to the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. And I'm flipping through it. And I'm like, okay, well, Eureka Burger, we might Hello. as well, like, have something delicious while we're if stuck here. you know, here. you know, it's so good. And I call them up and they're like, no, we don't deliver. And I called up this other place and I, they were like, no, we don't deliver. And I called up this other place <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't deliver. But this one company delivers us to the hospital so then i had to set up an account with this company and then order through them cafe runner oh yeah well at least we had that company yeah and so they came and delivered but it was just like a it was very weird and it was not going according to plan and well okay then we got our food we got our food and then zach went to sleep and because nothing was happening and i was like yeah you might as well you're probably not gonna sleep for like 18 I years. I so. knew that it was going to be a very long night. And I tried to sleep too, but I couldn't really. And then, like, while well, we were eating at, like, 8.30, and then after that we went, we tried to, like, get some sleep. And then while Zach was sleeping, my contractions started, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad these are starting. But also, they were really, really painful. Like, even right from the beginning, they were really painful. They were five, they, when they started, they were five minutes apart. They like, I didn't have like the 15 minutes apart thing. I didn't have that. It was all, it started at five minutes apart and then it was like that for however long. But I, it was in my back. It was in my back. And that was way, it was very painful. It was way, it was a lot different than, than regular front contractions. I don't know if that's the right term. Front, front contractions. Regular front uterine contractions. So it was like, yeah, it was it was hard. They were hard right from the start, but you know, at least in the beginning, you have the five minutes in between. 
But um, and our midwife did not get there. She was on call, um, but she wasn't on call until midnight. Well, there was a different midwife on right. call, but the one that delivered Forrest, who was our favorite, like one of our favorite people ever, she came on. She was like on call starting at midnight, so we we're like. Well, I mean, I'm probably not going to have a baby before then because it was like 9 p.m. when my contraction started. But um, but we had the other midwife, you know, she came and she, you know, did some stuff in there and, you know, helped. <laughs> I don't want to get too into detail, but um, and she was the one who said, oh, you don't have to do anything until the 18 hours. Then you have to have the stuff for infection and blah, blah, blah. But she was really sweet, but just not um, wasn't Helen, <laughs> you know, but uh, we so I was having the contractions, blah, blah, blah. Zach woke up. He was helping me. He was like putting my essential oils in the diffuser and rubbing my back and holding my hand. I think he held my hand through like every contraction after you woke up. Well, like, I never went one. to sleep. As soon as you started having contractions, I got up. But I was trying to go to sleep. But that annoying nurse kept coming in every 20 minutes. And she would talk about me like I was sleeping, but I was awake. I Who was she put- talking to? Talking to you. She's oh. like, oh, when when he wakes up, you, you just need to look over this and sign all of this paperwork. And oh, blah, yeah. Blah, she blah, sent because I was having the meltdown about everything not going to according to my plan. And then she gave me this this uh, like emotional stability worksheet or something that was like, I don't know. OK, the thing is, I don't ever remember having to do that with Forrest when I when I was in labor. But I don't know if she did that because she saw me crying or if she did that because they just have to do that for everyone. But it was like on a scale of one to ten, like, have you found it easy to laugh in the past week? And like, what kind of what? What is this? Like, do you think I'm like, like emotionally unstable because I was crying? I am a nine month pregnant woman, like probably going to give birth within the next 24 hours. I just have emotions. Yeah, the nurse did not have very high level of eq emotional intelligence yeah and she's just i don't know just kind of just kind of weird yeah it was a very she was very strange and hard to read and felt like she didn't really like there's a lot of misunderstanding between her and us but um but anyways then blah 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 everything moved along and then at like midnight it was when it was like the really hard 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 part i actually don't even know the time i have no idea what time it was when that started but then uh, right about yeah probably right about like twelve fifteen. yeah it was like an hour of like very very crazy stuff yeah it was really hard the contra- I don't. I don't know. I just remember. Like I don't remember my labor with Forrest being that hard. I mean, I'm sure it was, but it seemed because it was only five hours from like when my contraction started to when like Fern was born. It was all like they were all really hard, all like the whole time, you know, because it was just squished. Like my body had to do the same amount of work, but only it did it in five hours rather than with Forrest. I had a twelve hour labor, so it just was. It was like it felt way way harder this time and um but yeah then we were in transition and i freaked out i thought i was gonna poop my daughter out on the toilet uh had a little panic attack in the bathroom and then uh they were waiting for the midwife to get there and they're like you can't push you can't push and i seriously felt like i had to push like if you 
they oh the contract like i knew my body was telling me to push and they're like you can't i know you feel like you have to but she's not here yet you can't push yet so the nurses are like okay you're gonna blow away the contraction just blow it away the second like we got out of the bathroom i was like no i'm not please i do not want to talk about that that is that is so no i'm just explaining oh my gosh there was like so many people in the room all of a sudden and i don't remember any of this happening with forest because everything was just like so smooth i remember that happening with forest no but there was like four people in the room with forest yeah was there there was like seven people in the room this time and they're like all rushing around and like getting everything ready and just like i don't remember that yeah, and then I got you to the bed, and then... Well, that's it, when they were trying to tell me, like, you can't push yet because Helen's not here. And she was, like, on her way or whatever. But then it's, like, the contract... There was no break in between the contractions. Like, I would had a really, really hard one, and I, like, felt like I had to push. And that's, like, the hardest thing I've ever had to do is not push when I felt like I had to push. And it was so painful. And then it was, like, okay, you think you have a break? No, no maybe 15 seconds and then another one would start and i was like i can't keep doing this where is she and then, and then she Helen finally got there showed up and saved the day and she, she day. was she like, was ordering everyone around the sweetest lady <laughs> she but really is she was like a wartime general she's like barking orders at the nurses and stuff and she's like why is this pillow here move this this is in her way get this out of the way everyone and she was like hey, so, what are you doing like, on it it was so <laughs> scissors i need scissors I still, what are you doing i remember that part at least i was just like my savior <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then she's like okay so then i was able to start pushing and literally it was like three, three pushes, pushes and she was out yep and then it was such a good happy moment it was the best moment it was and she immediately pooped on your stomach and i didn't even know that but she came out and her hair is was so light i was like what and she's so furry she's not furry oh my gosh micro fur she has like the fuzz on her shoulders that's normal baby stuff don't call her a baby furry Okay, oh not fur. it's cute. It's cute. Anything it is cute. on a, anything that's tiny on a baby is like cute. Well, but she was a whole week I don't early. Remember. So Forrest was not like that. No, but he was wrinkly. Yeah, Forrest was wrinkly like a raisin or a or a ninety year old man or a walnut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and right when she came out, well, Helen, because she delivered Forrest too, she's like, she she kind of looks like Forrest, but she also looks a lot different. And I instantly was like, she looks totally different than Forrest. She has, I noticed the eyebrows right away. I could tell. But Her then, eyebrows look like Forrest. Yeah, she has the same really expressive eyebrows. But other than that, she's like totally her own little person. And I don't know, she's so sweet. And yep, she's finally here. And like maybe this is also TMI, but like with Forrest in the beginning, it was really like breastfeeding was super hard, like so hard because I had no idea what I was doing and I, everything was very, very painful for like a long time. And I felt like it didn't get better for a long time. And then we just had like a really bad, like nursing relationship. It just was like never, I don't know. It just never was like something that was I didn't feel like it was like a bonding experience. Like, you know, like that's the one of the main things of breastfeeding is like it's a bonding thing. It never felt like that because it was just so painful. And then after that, it was just like just felt kind of like a chore. It was never like, oh, I love breastfeeding my baby. And so we feel so connected. It was never like that for me and Forrest, which I'm like sad about. But it's it was a lot different this time around with Fern. And I'm really glad <laughs> for that because it was so hard. <laughs> 
I literally had blisters on my nipples. I'm serious. I'm sorry if that's too much information, but that was like that. It was very hard with Forrest. So, yeah, one that's time I good. almost let Forrest latch onto my nipples, but I just got oh too gosh. scared. He's like a baby piranha. <laughs> <laughs> what scary? Yeah, I would be scared too. Uh, you saw what he did to me. <laughs> Fern is always trying to get up in my my little. She always, if she's nipples. by somebody's, if she's by somebody's neck or shoulder, she's always gonna like search. She just knows when she's like nuzzled in there. She's just gonna like try to try to find something. It's like a blind snake, like trying to find <laughs> something to bite. <laughs> it's creepy. It's just like it's slowly moving its head around and like pouncing at something. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, anyways, Fern is here. We have welcomed her into the family. She was 19 and three quarters inches, seven pounds, six ounces. She's tiny. She's tiny, super blonde and fuzzy. And so, so cute. And so. She bites her lower lip in. And yeah, she sucks in when she's sleeping. Yeah. And, and she smiled and laughed in her sleep. The first time it was today. So cute. In church. Oh, so. and when Forrest, let's talk about when Forrest met her really fast. Okay. So Forrest was staying with Zach's parents. And so the next day, well, actually, it was technically Friday, the day she was born. It was just, you know, later in the day. Um, They brought him to meet her. And we had gotten Woody um, because we we'd gotten that, like, for a gift from Fern, you know, for Forrest. And, oh, she just woke up. We'll and, wrap it up. And um, so we had that in the room. So then Zach went down to get them and he came in and he was like, where's baby Fern? And he came right over to where I was sitting with her and, oh, and you tell the rest. And he was so excited to see her and he went over and he was looking at her and he wanted to hold her and kiss her and he saw out of the corner of his eye, Woody hidden under a pile of pillows and he was like hey woody <laughs> and then was instantly distracted and um he is learning how to be gentle he does not know how to be gentle but he is slowly learning to and he always but, wants to hold her and always wants to kiss her and yeah he does he really it is her protector and he said on the way home that we he needs to protect her from the bad guys from the bad guys and well no he he was talking to her and he was like i love you baby fern i'm going to protect you from the bad guys and swiper from dora <laughs> yeah swiper from dora is a major bad guy in his book he's the worst <laughs> he's right up there with joker and uh abomination and penguin and zerg so Anyways, I think that's just about it for this week. Um, Fern, do you have anything you'd like to say? Now you're quiet. Come on. Oh, well, I'm not going to broadcast my baby crying. That's a little messed up. But, um... I hope that you guys are having a wonderful week. We love you guys, and we'll be back next week with hopefully a regular episode. Um, send us your voicemails, recommendations, uh, topic ideas, or anything like that. And, yeah, we'll be back next week with some recommendations and a joke and a normal topic. Love you guys. Happy trails. <laughs>